Hello, thank you for joining us. We are a mother-daughter team striving to build a healthy and sustainable community. We have our generational differences, but have decided to lift each other up with our strengths and passions. Hi, I'm Holly, I'm the mom, and although there are many aspects of health and what healthy looks like for everybody, I have found my crazy life of tribulations always putting me on this path of health. I hope to impact others as I know others are struggling with some of the same issues. Hi, I'm Chloe, the daughter. Many of my passions are centered around sustainability. There are big and small steps that we can take together to be a part of the bigger picture. I hope to spread environmental awareness and action. Thank you for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Please wait till the end to hear our disclaimer. Hello, welcome back. We are here. We are talking today about social issues with fast fashion with Chloe. With Chloe. With Chloe. And you. Well, and me. (laughs) I am literally being educated on this as we go. So I am more feeling like an audience member and I'm going to be that person that asks questions that the listeners might be asking. Sound good? Sounds good to me. All right, you go, girl. I love this. I love this. For those who are listening for the first time, um, my name's Chloe. I'm the daughter. Mom's the mom. (laughs) Mom is mom. Um, It's funny. Yeah, and I focus on sustainability. Um, It's one of my biggest passions. It's what I'm going to school for. It's what my job is. I love educating others on what we can do or just educating on the topic. Um, And you, do you want to... Yeah, and I um, actually have a name. It is Holly. And it's weird saying your name. I know. Although when we worked in a restaurant once together. Oh, my gosh. You didn't want to call me mom in front of, like, everybody. So you're like, Holly, Holly. And I turn around and I'm like, what the? What the? You call me mom. <laughs> Girlfriend. Girlfriend. So, so, yeah, we're doing this together. Um, Putting our, like, passions together. Yeah. Oh, I didn't finish. My passion isn't. Oh, mom well it is being a mom but i'm um, sorry that's okay i am going to be talking about health and healthy things and there's a lot of different aspects of health but i really feel you know and that changes i guess with with life and as you go where one at one point in your life financial health or mental health Mm -hmm. might take on more of a i don't know priority as opposed to totally you know nutrition or whatever So um, I feel like my life has given me many opportunities to bring me back to focus on that. Yeah. And sometimes it was mental health. Sometimes it was nutrition. Sometimes it was physical activity. Regardless, I have learned a lot in the process. And I just love connecting with others and helping others through um, maybe some struggles that they're going with. So we're not focusing on that today. We're just going to focus on the social issues of fast fashion. Right. And sometimes I know you'll, you'll kind of tune in on how that can relate to health in this fashion. And there's definitely some things with social issues of fast fashion. There's certainly some overlap. Certainly. Certainly. (laughs) Certainly. Should I make a cup of tea? I might. I was going to pour Australian there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's hop into this. So social issues. Um, I know some people may not know what a social issue is, so I'm just going to start at the baseline of that. So it's a problem that influences many citizens in a society. It's often like a common problem that many people try to solve. Hmm. 
Okay, what about fast fashion? I tell people okay. what that's about. Yeah, um, so first off, this month we're kind of focusing on fast fashion. Um, so last week was the environmental aspects or impacts of fast fashion. This week, social issues of fast fashion. Next week is economic issues of fast fashion. And then to round out the month, uh, we will be talking about kind of what we can do and um, maybe a revisiting those last three previous weeks and just kind of summarizing it's a summary it. week. Yeah, summary. Okay. summary. So fast fashion, in short, is the production, unethical production of clothes at a very fast rate, also usually inexpensive, but does not always mean poor quality. Okay, so, that's good. I hope and that it does. And um, as I'm learning about this, I think of the good old days when we'd go to the mall and have a few hundred dollars to spend mm. and we would hit it big mm-hmm. at like forever 21 or victoria's the, secret or yeah, pink or all of those yeah they're all fast fashion all fast fashion brands and i am shocked as to how how awful it is um for those workers and, yeah and you're gonna go on with that totally um she had me watch a little video the true cost it was the true cost um and it's like video clip it's a movie about fast fashion 10 on 10 we recommend i'll be referring to it a lot so here's the deal as as you listen to chloe talk about this um i feel we're very fortunate to to live where we are you know we come to our house with our roof and we open a refrigerator and we can eat our food and we can turn on hot water and take a shower and we're very lucky and a lot of the things that do we have and do we take for granted because we don't mm. know any other life right but as you know there's other there are other parts of the world that don't have it so great and when she's talking to about the conditions that these people are working in think about you know had you been born under any other roof maybe across the world in one of these sweatshops you may be living like that or some think about people that you love or or, or young people that you care about, whether your children or your mm-hmm. grandchildren. Um, it puts it into perspective when you make it seem like you it, care about them at a personal level. Yeah. Even though you don't see it every day, cause we don't see it. You don't Not think about it. You just know like, Hey, I hit a big, look at these great deals. Look at these I hauls got. I got. Yeah. I got, a, not, I got a haul. You went and did a haul. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I never thought about whose little hands were stitching these. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to get into sweatshops. And, yeah. Yeah. But it would think of think of that when when you when mm-hmm. you talk, because it's heart wretching. And it if is. you ever and there's a lot of compassionate people out there um, who can watch a video, you know, homework commercials for Pete's sakes or animal things where dogs are and you get that emotional thing. Mm-hmm. And this is not meant to shame you or anything like that. It's honestly, this podcast and this month especially is just meant to educate whoever's listening and let you make the decision of if you're going to support it or what level you'll support it at or just what you think of it. Yeah. It's an awareness completely. I didn't, I I, I was, I was very unaware until you brought all this. And sometimes as I research this in some of my, cause I'm also researching this with my environmental issues course. Um, we're given a semester project of an environmental issue and I chose fast fashion. So naturally I'm learning a lot more about it that I didn't even know. Even though I study environmental education, it is so deep with layers that are 
never ending. Yeah, it's it's almost overwhelming. It's like phyllo bread. Keep peeling those layers of phyllo bread. <laughs> to get what? to the phyllo bread. Why <laughs> well, you... I was thinking food because I'm a little hungry. But you know, like phyllo bread, how it's like peely or like those rocks that peel. They just keep oh, peeling. Oh, good God. Like I... layers of. Okay, that it... was not a good reference. It wasn't. All right, let's dive in. Um, seven and a half minutes in. Long intro, but I feel like it was setting the stage. That was necessary. Um, so buckle in. So sweatshops are horrific working conditions. Horrific. And just to put this into perspective, if you want to like open up Google or search sweatshops to get some images setting, people are working shoulder to shoulder. They do not get breaks often. Um, 16 hour plus days, very, like very low wages. And they honestly like don't have an option. And that it's not necessarily that the working conditions are a social issue, which it is, don't get me wrong, but the social issue is that the industry is exploiting those workers to the point where they need to go to work. They need to work in those conditions in order to live, to over, in order to put a roof over their head. And the roofs over their head are nothing. nothing no. It's Again, unsanitary. Right. Extremely poor. Extremely. And again, leading to another social issue. It's just a never-ending cycle. They're using them like slaves and almost hanging it over their head that you have to work like this if you want to eat. And if you don't eat, you die. 100%. And even, and it's very not not uncommon for kids to even be, be sent off to work. Yeah. The... Education systems, working is more important because you need to keep your family, you know, viable and like living and paying these food yeah there was one photo that flashed when you uh had showed me that that just kind of tugged at my heart um there was a mother at a sewing machine sewing she had just piles of clothes mm. and she wasn't talking to anybody nobody was talking to anybody um i can't you know i think about like when i sit at my computer um and i hold my mouse for you know a couple hours and how it, it falls mm-hmm. asleep and how it hurts your neck. I can't imagine sitting and doing what they do for as many hours as they do. But there was a small child, I would put maybe at 18 months old, just laying on the floor staring at its mother. Like there's no interaction. There's no toys. There's no playing. She has to keep it there to... to... Because there's no one else to watch it. Right. It's just, it was heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. It it is sad. Um, And it's, it's something too that like... One in, I found this statistic. Um, I'm not sure of the source because it was just a general source, and I don't even know if there is a source because it's such a common fact. But one in six people in the world, one in six people work in the fashion industry, mm. and the majority of those people, one in six people, are in developing countries. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, the you know the the workers, the factory workers. Um, what do you call them? The sweatshops. Yeah. Um, they hold hundreds sometimes thousands of Mm -hmm. of workers and they're so close to each other but you know it doesn't stop there those that's kind of like the bottom of the pyramid and then it works up into people that buy these clothes to the you know designers the top tier fashion designers it's all connected and then we get to the tippy top and it's just this greed and money zara that drives it up Zara. It's crazy. Biggest, they're the big brand that basically started fast fashion. Um, 
to my understanding is what I've seen in what you were talking about is these, these buildings that are stacked with people is, and I'm not sure a lot, some people know about it. Some people don't, but, um, basically the Rana Plaza collapse, which was a garment factory. I remember that. Really? Yeah. In 2013 on April 23rd in Bangladesh, uh, garment factory collapsed even though the day before the inspect not inspectors but people saw cracks so this building was a ginormous building and had um offices it had apartments and stores underneath and it was a garment factory it was a big building and they noticed cracks in the ceiling the day before it collapsed but they still made the workers they were ordered to go to work the next day despite the facts because their economy needed those workers day by day in order to sustain the economic growth isn't that what kind of world are we living in where we put our human human life on the back burner over money Mm -hmm. right and and in my environmental issues course kind of that actually pisses me off it pisses me off too that, that's why, I mean, one of the reasons I chose this for my semester-long research project or why I want to do a month on this on a podcast. Right. It's something that needs to be brought up to the surface of the water. Like, it, it, Okay, so we know all this information now, or you have. We have it at our fingertips. You can look it up. You can Google it. You can watch mm-hmm. movies about it. It exists. They don't work. They don't eat. Right. If we don't buy, they don't work which means they don't eat. So what is the answer? Right. Um, hmm. So that's the thing is I want to, well, let me touch on a few more things and then okay. I'm going to go into kind of what we can do or what we can take away from this more right. so than what we can do. Sorry, I jumped the gun. No, girl, you fine. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, no, you weren't <laughs> jumping the gun because you have very, it's a good, <laughs> it's a good thought process. And I just want to, I want to touch on something because and in my environmental issues course, we, I'm just, I have one of the slides pulled up right now and I'm just going to quote my professor at professor, professor Franzen, the university, um, 10 out of 10 professor. Love her. Um, so this is what it says. No group of people should bear a disproportionate share of negative environmental consequences. And this also goes with environmental justice justice issues of, this is also quoted by her, environmental justice is the fair treatment of meaningful involvement of all people, regardless of race, color, natural, natural, national origin, or income. And this issue is so broad and so connected to those things that is just it infuriates me that the disproportionate amount of people that are dealing with this makes the social issue even more broad right and it it is mm, like people need that justice it's not about and here's kind of what you were talking about but it's not about boycotting fast fashion as many people are and you know i was even like that last week like i'm gonna stop supporting these brands which I don't, I only thrift. So like, but like still, it's not about boycotting fast fashion, but rather standing up to the people oppressed by living, living in their certain conditions. It's to stand up to those corporations like Zara, Forever 21, or the industry in general, and know who you're voting for. I believe that voting is such a powerful thing that we can do at the most 
standard level of change, voting, because understanding who you're voting for and their issues and their importances and what they, well, not importances, what they find important matter because that's what they're going to push for. But if no one talks about fast fashion, even though how big this industry is, it needs to be talked about. It does. And I guess, and with that is like fighting for equal access to a healthy, more viable life for those workers and for the people in this industry. So like answering your question of like, what can we do? It's like, I I don't know. Like, I'm just overwhelmed by the amount of greed. Um, Is that the right word? Greed or the need to have. Yeah. You know, the the best or the top of or better than, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, these phases that uh, more specifically like teenagers and young adults when they go through. And I was there. I mean, you go through those those things are like, oh, that's so cute. I have to have one of those, too. And and it just kind of hits a stage of popularity and then it kind of fades and it's done. You mm-hmm. think of all the money that you have put into your clothing and things to to look nice or look good or to I don't know feel accepted. Mm-hmm. Sadly enough, um, I'm glad you brought that up because that's something often you know you can think about all these horrific like developing country conditions that they're working in, or you could think about the top tier conditions. But like we're the consumers, mm-hmm. and the target market is definitely younger than younger generation. Right, and it's also the gener like the not generation the people that have necessarily lower income because these clothes are so cheap, right, so cheap. You can buy a like I saw on the thing. You obviously you can buy a dress for like ten dollars. Yeah, and then it goes on clearance and you can get it for four bucks. And mm-hmm. it's like, dude, can you even like find material like that and then the thread and then somebody sold this? It's like, who's making a profit right. off this? So like the social issue too is like the turnover rate and the standard of society right now is, you know, even on TikTok, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I'm an influencer and they just sent me all of these bags, thank you so much, Zoffel, or thank you so much, Shein, or all these, like, those are brands. Um, yeah, as they unbox them. And just don't understand the repercussions of, you know, what they're portraying to the, like, audience that they're sending this off to. Because now you have thousands, if not millions of teenagers going to those brands and also supporting it. Right. It's just kind it of It needs to be slowed effect. down. It, it is a domino effect. Everything. Yeah. So sad. It is. And, like, if you take... How about this? Hmm. Y'all, listeners, y'all moms out there, you teach Mm. your kids to dress almost, not plain, but you get... get, very simple type clothes and the you basic can, statements you can you can layer them mm. and the thing is you can change it up with jewelry and accessories the way a, an outfit looks completely mm-hmm. that's why way back when we got these couches they're very neutral and i'm like dude i can change a whole room by throwing mm-hmm. a different color pillow on them same thing with clothes right and when you buy those clothes supporting ethical if you can and ethical is just meaning you got to research your brands you do you got to research them or thrift. And I mean, I just want the listeners, if this is fueling something inside of you and it's, it, you feel like a stirring, like, oh my gosh, I, this needs to be changed. This is a passionate. I think I, any human being who has any kind bro. of feel, sorry, any feelings towards 
other human beings, any kind of compassion that this applies to. I agree. Okay, go. Sorry. This is fine. But like, just it, even though like you are listening and that is, I think, the biggest step, but being educated and understanding the dynamics of political power in this, the enforcement of enforcing just laws and regulations and understanding the dynamics and how that connects to, I mean, anything, but in this case, fast fashion or just the dis- discrimination amongst different racial backgrounds, different income levels and, you know, country origins, like understanding all of that and knowing at the core value that everything is connected. If you take anything away from this, it's possible, like I said, like if it's fueling anger inside of you or something else, it's a drive to be better and know better. I do not have the answers. I am just a vessel of information to try and help you understand it or make you passionate enough to push forward for change. But I can tell you one thing with enough voices and standing up against what's wrong, what is unethical can change anything. It can change can happen. I believe in that. And maybe that's my optimism, but I think with enough people. No, I think, I think about um, different things that have happened in the last year with, you know, like the black lives movement and, you know, it, it got enough people upset. There was an awareness. Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what I said? You said black life movement. Oh, black lives matter. that's what I meant to say. Yeah, I know. I know. And but so I know how you talk. I, so oh, like, I, I get you. <laughs> and I was like, let me finish that. <laughs> so, um, I, th- I think you're right. If, if there's much more awareness and people are amped up a little bit about this, then, um, yeah, I think greater numbers cause alone you feel kind of useless mm. and what do I matter? Find your click, find your people to talk to this about. And I would also like to mention there's a lot more to this socially. Um, I'm sure there, yeah, there is. And I, in order, I'm just trying to do a general, I guess, podcast of information. And also if you have any more like questions or you want to dig deeper into this, just like message us. And I would love to set up a call or something. Message us. We message love us. Message. We love but that. we love it. Um, But also like the social issues behind it is these societies that are lower income are disproportionately impacted by toxins and pollutants and especially in clothes um you got a ton of toxins in these clothes i can't even begin to list how many there are i tried researching this and putting it in my last paper and it was an abundance of toxins like i said in the last one you feel like going naked like yeah it's terrifying yeah it's like, oh, I'll just go walk around naked. Why isn't that a social standard? You know how comfortable that would be? If it was just normal. <laughs> oh, good Now Lord. everyone is, who is listening to this, our listeners, you are thinking about being naked, walking around a mall. We live in Wisconsin, bro. Bro. That'd be cold, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, you can tell I have kids. I The bro. Bruh. We always say bruh. Oh my gosh. Um, So basically, if you want to know more, I think a really good, I've mentioned them a few times, but the True Cost movie is a really good place to start. Um, There's a lot of good information. I can't remember exactly when that came out, but I know it was fairly recently. Um, (laughs) What? I was just thinking, (laughs) this is totally off topic. See, my mind goes and you're like, oh, I just, I can't wait to take my bra off. And I'm like, bruh. 
just the, oh, that is not i mean bras you know bra unethical bra. also um no that actually made me think of something uh so next week or no next two weeks so at the end of the month when we talk about what we can do and Sorry. you know a recap summary i'm also going to mention some brands that i also prefer or i like that are sustainable or ethical and i know someone messaged us uh was it last week yeah about ethical underwear and i had talked in my class today about it as well and they're like yeah it's something i never thought about like ethical underwear right like that yeah i'll be looking forward to that because it's good to know it is ethical stuff it is like i think these few weeks are acquiring the knowledge and then that's boom the summary what you can do yeah so if you haven't listened to the first week we would love if you just hop back to and listen to that yes please come back sharon okay stop okay I'm in a goofy mood. Anywho, um, so yeah, the fast fashion industry model is completely unsustainable. And that was said in also the True Cost movie. Um, I love that statement. It's very true. And I just want you to make your own decisions on how you feel about this. Um, I feel uncomfortable. Why are you uncomfortable? I just feel uncomfortable with knowing that. What? that they're living under those conditions but if they don't make it then they don't make money to eat true so it's a social issue you feel stuck it's a social issue that pisses me off that Mm -hmm. they have to live like that i agree 100 percent. chloe thank you so much thank you for having this conversation with me i thought you're gonna say having me thanks thanks for having me period yeah (laughs) (laughs) 22 years ago (laughs) (laughs) i'm february 5th bruh bruh all right well thank you for tuning in i hope you were entertained and you learned at least something from this um we appreciate you so much and together we are better and growing for a healthier more sustainable future thank Thank you you. for joining the we built us podcast offers health fitness and nutritional information along with sustainable ideas and is created for entertaining and educational purposes only you should not rely on this information as a substitute for nor replace professional medical advice diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard or avoid medical-related advice from your healthcare professional because of something you may have heard on this podcast. The use of any information provided on this podcast is solely at your own risk. Product mentions are a personal opinion and are not intended to advise the use of any of these products mentioned, and the use of any products are solely at your own risk.